Hello and welcome, one and all, to Venture into Vimeros, an Amper Sandbox production. Today we are welcoming our newest member, James John. Tell us a bit about yourself, James. Oh, there's so much. I mean, I'm over 2,000 years old. I've been playing tabletop games since the great game of Ur. I have a quick question. How did you find us? Uh, I actually found you through Twitter. I think it was something Alex retweeted for looking for players. And then I messaged him and then checked out stream first before applying. And I was like, oh, this looks cool. And then applied and put it back and forth about when when the times were and it seems to be working out. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, we have a, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all the good social medias. Anybody looking to join Amper Sandbox, feel free to follow our socials and shoot us a message. We are a growing community. We'll be playing one shots and small campaigns and you're invited. You said how you found us on Twitter. If you are interested in people following you, how can they find you? And on what social platforms are you? I'm on uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, although I don't do much on TikTok besides just like everybody's <laughs> videos, all under GravityFail87. Uh, keep it pretty easy and try to grab that domain name before other people do. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, James is a D&D connoisseur. I, I've seen a lot on your pages. Very D&D oriented. You are a creator uh, by nature. You are always putting out stuff. I see that as original content. Very, very fun stuff. Yeah, um, I think one of the, the more fun ones I did was How to Train Your Companion, which I released, I think, two years ago now. It's completely free, and somehow it it has a silver medal on DM's Guild. So it's a free item that has enough to be considered silver, and then also it has, like, tens of thousands of downloads. That's See? amazing. That's great. And then I just keep making stuff, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so if you're looking for a little stuff to plug and play into your campaign, follow GravityFail87 on your, I guess, Twitter. I was going to say your social platform of choice, but Twitter seems to be the your go-to. It's a lot easier. I'm thinking about doing TikToks and stuff, but something that slightly eludes my grasp. Yeah, we're, we're, we're old people. Oh, wow, look at the time. Do you know what time it is right now? It's time to venture into Vimeros. We are going to start by putting James on the spot and go through their whole backstory. No uh, pressure. <laughs> no pressure. Let me pull up my little notepad. I had saved my some. little notepad, my little notepad. You, you do have my 15-page backstory setting campaign, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, we, we, have to, we have to delve into that as like a four, <laughs> four, four to six episode or something. Alright, let's go for it. That's gonna be interesting. Right now. <laughs> well, let's shoot four to six episodes right now. We're gonna rewind uh, 15, 20 years uh, into the western outlands of Edifos. Uh, we're going to zoom into a small orphanage unlike the orphanage Josiah would be familiar with because this orphanage is located in the Outlands. As we look into this, uh, we zoom into this orphanage, um, 
it's kind of like, I don't want to say an abandoned hospital, but that's the vibes you get. There was, you, you see that what you feel is, uh, you know, order and cleanliness is kind of the forefront here, but somehow forgotten. James, at any moment, if, if, if I'm, if I'm getting off track, you feel free to correct me. This is your backstory. This is your corner it's of the world that you're starting from. But on yes. spot, on spot. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Autumn is a very bland child. Uh, they have <laughs> auburn, brownish, sandy hair with emerald eyes that they keep for the rest of their life. Um, they, they're dirty at the moment. Uh, they haven't bathed in a, in a bit. They're used to just living outside. The clothes are more or less rags. The shoes that they wear are also rags, just wrappings on the feet as they just stand with clenched fists, staring at other children, wishing they could play, but both angry at them for being happy, hmm. but envious. Just a, 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 a wee little baby human nice. looking into the world, angry that <laughs> their parents are dead, gone, mm-hmm. left mm-hmm. them. Who knows? They don't know. They're just angry at everything and everyone. What is your day-to-day life like right now? Autumn would get up, forced to clean, make their bed. Almost military-style routine led by one of the many nameless owners of this orphanage. They kind of come and go. The people who decide to volunteer their time or occasionally get paid. It's just ready turn. It's a churning of adult bodies that come through here. The only one key feature is that they have to get up, clean, take care of the premises and then they're given small respites of time where they're either self-directed learning about the environment around them or occasionally an adult who actually knows what they're doing will teach someone to read or write hmm. only to then be fired later at another point very dismal existence yeah. very bland very boring nice. so uh, the young young childhood of autumn at this time currently named autumn um, lots of hatred, lack of warmth, um, until, uh, at the age of 11, um, a person, a creature, enters the facility with an opportunity. Um. This, this person comes in with a toothy smile, offering a job, a purpose, and a new home for any takers. What's this person wearing? What do you see on this day? So you would see jet black hair that is had too much product kept in uh, to keep it combed back. Hair could almost be considered a helmet at this point due to how much hair gel has been or whatever they decided to use. <laughs> Their clothes are pristine, clearly comes from some level of money and they want you to know it as they have amulets, rings, and other gems on them. They wipe their hands anytime they touch anything disgusting. Such as children. As, <laughs> such as children. But good thing that they have just some some hand, you know, handmaidens and or other people to assist them mm-hmm. as they're directing them and offering a job purpose to some degree. <laughs> 
can't come here and kill me. You can't, you can't relate this guy to Howie Mandel. I was Howie, Mandel Howie Mandel with a, a black wig. Is this COVID related? Friend, my friend, my friend no, no, bent no, over and... No, no, no. <laughs> I, I was trying to, I was trying to keep that for the chat. Thank you. Not so you guys could keep going. I was really, I was really interested uh, when you said benefactor. <laughs> right. Yes, that's good. <laughs> so this, uh, Hi Mandel with a perm walks in. <laughs> Weird Al. <laughs> for those of you. Seeking to better your lives. Come with me. Anything is better than the, the, the same beige walls mm -hmm. that they see on a daily basis. Neat. Uh, so, a young Autumn and a few others, uh, they kind of crowd around and line up and leave with this character. Uh, this person takes them to a not far off Terry a proprietary and outlander outpost um what would the entrance look like i have a i have a good idea that a lot of this is kept underground i'm just interested what, right what, what do you think this entrance looks like this one since it's more of a staging area would be welcoming mm. the other humanoids uh, a place where people could congregate if called upon without future suspicions. So it'd have all the same amenities that possibly a, a, a town might need or want on the inside. The Going up to it, clearly there's some, some level of security as masked individuals are just protecting the doors mm. uh, going in and, and, and out. It too reflects this benefactor, so it shows wealth and status. Mm -hmm. That somehow out here, so this person has been able to to carve and make a position for themselves, separate from the cities. Excellent. Is there anybody traveling with you that you may have made uh, relationships with? Yeah, um, Autumn would have known at least one of one of them. Greg uh, claims to be the son, the bastard child of a blacksmith and, and a tavern worker. Quite the brightest bulb in uh, in the orphanage as he was one of those just bigger kids who also was quiet and that's where Autumn and, and Greg kind of got along is they could just stand near each other not say a word for hours. Be an occasional mm. <laughs> and that's it. Yep. <laughs> the king of the hill out here. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are led through this entrance, and if I'm not mistaken, you're taking down downstairs underground a very stony fortress on the inside. Ornate decorations. Uh, there's a lot of stone built. Some brass work is going on here, and you guys are brought to a room. Uh, torch lit. Uh, stone walls. Small statues and celebrations of serpent gods. You are all lined up against the back wall and each handed a small phial of a liquid and are all asked to drink this liquid as you take, as you each take this elixir, as you each drink down the potion. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, 
the filter of Marshalk. Yes. So yeah, this would be like a almost a black ichory potion uh, that's given out, made of various herbs and bloods. Its purpose is to change somebody from what they were into what they need to be. Mm. Some of the children, some of the, not everybody here's children. A couple of people are picked up that were maybe young adults too. Uh, some people just fall over, grasping their ribs in pain, grabbing at their stomach. And a, uh, a percentage of these people, maybe one out of 10, just die on the spot. And a couple of them are writhing in pain, grabbing at their sides, screaming in terror. However, Autumn, you feel the burning flow through your, all your organs. You feel the melting of your liver. And then you fade from consciousness. After drinking this elixir, you are brought into a coma that lasts who knows how long. You do have small snippets that you remember. As you come to, occasionally, uh, just a couple of key sounds and an occasional snapshot images of what you remember from this, this downtime after having this... Uh, during the snippets of time, definitely would would see and hear long periods of darkness as dreams of past memories slowly change where once standing in the orphanage playground air quotes on playground more like <laughs> rock sculpture um, the kids change from throwing rocks at each other to snakes batting about rocks instead where instead of children laughing and playing it's the hissing sound of various serpents and lizards seeing after birds mm -hmm. instead um, and then again long periods of darkness where eventually feeling the motion underneath as autumn is moved from one location to another and feel the hot sweat and humidity of a, a thicker dense jungle area with unique birds that they've never heard before or, or even could dream of the sounds and slipping back into this uh, coma after this coma of X amount of time, you're finally fully awakened. You are you find yourself in a new location, is that correct? Right. Uh, this would be somewhere very different than before instead of bleak and drab mm -hmm. and beige <laughs> surroundings. It is teeming with life as plants grow alongside stone buildings. Small cutouts allow serpents to pass through houses temples and other areas freely as monstrous humanoids seem to walk about mm -hmm. and give proper respect to each other yet have a certain level of disdain at the same point uh, after this large sleep um, you partake in some uh, hygienic rituals <laughs> you bathe you clean yourself um, upon what are these <laughs> What? <laughs> uh, upon gazing your own reflection, describe your features. At this point, uh, Autumn would see your skin has lost some of its luster from 
the just rosy cheeks of youthfulness had the blood is almost seemed to gone away as it's slowly becoming more gray uh their hair as they wash themselves they're scrubbing out all the dirt and grime that they had from the orphanage or what they remember in the however long mm-hmm. days of sleep and as they're just scrubbing and scrubbing large chunks of hair are just being torn from their scalp as it just falls out without any pain sorry so i'm just like picturing this is it like when the hair is falling out is it like leaving like any like is it leaving any hair behind at all like a buzz cut deal or is it just like no it, it's it's all gone like you had freshly shaved everything not even any bulbs or or uh stubble left over oh, it's completely smooth. smooth even as they wash their face yeah their eyebrows just they rub off all their so uh, eyebrows yeah their hair That's is horrifying. hair is leaving um which funny enough as you say brush their teeth mm-hmm. they also notice <laughs> some new additions into their mouth of small fangs growing Ooh. uh there is a note on cartilage your nose and your ears are not uh, as lifelike as they were. They are they're seem dehydrated. They seem very in the words of Sanog. In the words of Sanog, <laughs> your nose and ears yeah. are chapped. <laughs> so they're not just like wait, they're not just like Voldemorting where they're, they just kind of like they're, spread they're out. They're, they're just not, like yes. shriveling up. No, they're they're Voldemorting. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to yes, that car it's like where the cartilage goes and you can just yeah. swish your nose flat at yeah. that point. Yeah. When you've done too much cocaine. Right, yeah, oh. we all we all can relate. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, heavy cocaine abuse in, in Central Florida. Okay, so um, <laughs> after you are fully awake, after you are fully aware, your mind is changing, your body is changing, you were given a task, uh, as promised, a job, a purpose, and a place to live. The job you are given at first is just a simple guard. Uh, protecting this entrance slash exit. Uh, joining you is Greg, whose new name is <laughs> throwing into your hands. <laughs> oh, my hands? Yep. <laughs> What's Greg's new name? Surely they renamed him. <laughs> they yeah they would have. Uh, um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is he like Greg with a couple S's at the end of his name? Kind of like how right, Greg's. Like how like emo kids used to put like X X X Jacob X X X Rar. Okay, he's gonna Actually, be for, for... Sanji. Yeah. Sanji. Unless you correct me, because that was taking too long for us as a group to let you give him a name. That that's perfectly fine. It just has a lot of S's in there and yeah. maybe some C's <laughs> right. that are silent. Sure. It's like S C C S. Right. Yeah. O N G I. Yeah, it's also an Oscar acronym v. short for something else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All terrain vehicle. Skanji. All terrain vehicle. It took a second to like really get in there. It absolutely murdered me. That's not right. Okay, yeah, so after Greg's transformation, he is now a vehicle. <laughs> very serpentine-like vehicle. I don't know how much. I don't know how much Power Rangers you guys watch, but he is now a snake motorcycle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like like a... the new Pokemon Legendaries. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Pokemon Legendaries is. Uh, those are definitely Power Ranger things. Okay, 
scratch everything I just said because that's funny. Uh, Sanji, I'm I lost what I was saying. He trans. What does his transformation look like? What does Greg look like now? Uh, Sanji. Well, now Sanji. What's now Sanji? Is is completely covered in scales. The only reason uh, Autumn might even recognize them is the bone structure of their face still holds some element of humanity to it, mm-hmm. but they are completely head to toe covered in green scales with like a yellow belly and red ribbing like along the sides to differentiate the front from the back and where Greg before was quiet yet kind of peaceful um, it's been replaced with just utter, like complete contempt about something but Greg doesn't know what it is or sorry Sanji doesn't know exactly what it is at the moment just that he hates everything so so autumn can completely now understand greg <laughs> probably after some some time uh, i imagine for autumn they haven't learned that other people are calling them by a different name yet mm-hmm. until one day as a feature of, of what they can do they speak to snakes mm-hmm and the snakes around are slightly more intelligent than your common snakes you may see other places right. as this is kind of like a gathering place for them and eventually one is just like clearly you're kind of dense <laughs> Idris is your name as Autumn is like oh that makes sense <laughs> nice <laughs> Just love the idea of a snake being like, "You're kind of dense, man." <laughs> these aren't these aren't these aren't country snake. These are city snake. <laughs> this isn't your average corn snake over here. <laughs> and then uh, after some time of um, just being a guard, realizing that they're getting more more agency than they've ever had. It's liberating to a degree, yet at the same point, they're learning and upholding rules that would churn stomachs anywhere else. So normal every day and slowly over time, scales have been forming, but that's normal, standard, same human looking skin and scale color. Mm -hmm. However, while out on patrol, one of the features is that there's a specific scent for anyone who passes through. We have a great scent barrier that when passing into the area you're covered in and he just while on patrol smells it smells interlopers in the area and while sniffing them out <laughs> <laughs> yeah sniffing with your tongue uh sniffing with tongue uh finds a <laughs> ramshackled hunting party that's tr- followed some kind of beast into the forest in order to hunt and feed and while Idris slowly stalks them through the underbrush and around the trees, one of them reminds them of one of their old orphanage friends they used to share a bunk with it might be the same person, they can't remember since most of their memories are replaced by snakes, so it actually gives them pause, like they actually Idris gets seen by this group and Aldo is able to defend territory reminds themselves they must die there are interlopers in our our area as they speak to themselves and other snakes around them Mm -hmm. because who else is there to talk to 
when you're out by yourself. <laughs> snakes. Snakes, snakes, of course. You kind of hear them talking about themselves. We shouldn't be here. This is this is a dangerous land. And uh, some other booming voice. But you're hungry, aren't you? Um, they know they're stepping boundaries. They encounter a big, fat, powerful, charging boar that they're trying to take down. And in the heat of a small hunting party versus boar, uh, you take advantage of the chaos here. The chaos and confusion. And uh, what's that look like? Idris would hide behind trees and bushes, waiting for any of them to stray too far from the pack as he's just always go for the weakest ones first letting letting out volley after volley of arrow and then quickly dashing off to another area they wait because while they hunt this boar they're not paying attention to each other so one body is already down mm-hmm. very comically since Idris is not strong at all just pulls the body it's the underbrush <laughs> <laughs> you gotta hide the evidence <laughs> <laughs> you are struggling with all your might to drag a prepubescent boy. <laughs> but he's heavy set. I mean, we'll give you that. <laughs> ha! Who's... <laughs> uh, where was that? Uh, <laughs> but one's hidden, which really is just you just taking twigs and branches and instead throwing them on the body. That'll do. Next one. Then they run out and try and hunt the next one. At that point, boar probably has been slain. The boar as is, it was yes. outnumbered. They had the big guy tackle it, and the other guy came in with some, some hunting knife action. Idris is a little overconfident at this point, mm-hmm. thinking they're tired, they're weak, they're damaged. I can slay them. Just lets off arrows as their introduction, saying hello. Are, are there like notes tied onto the ends of the arrows? Just hey, hope you having a good stay. Let me <laughs> in, know if you need in anything. In snake. Yeah, in Snake, it's just yes, 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 carved into the arrow, which really means, hello, how are you? You're about to be dead. <laughs> Hurry up, Rory. I can't hold the bull very long. Exsanguinate it already. As Rory, who I just named, approaches with a hunting knife, he takes a couple arrows to the back. Who is that? Who's there? He falls to the ground, unable to look back. The man who had captured the boar snaps its neck and drops it at his feet and uh, tries to find your location. He sees some ruffling in the bushes, and he lets loose a javelin. It strikes true. Uh, where does it hit you at, though? Ah, hiss, hiss, yes, you son of a... There's uh. <laughs> lots of hiss, S's. S, every S profanity that could be mentioned. Okay. You son of a... As the javelin... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> By the tail beard of Seth. <laughs> As the javelin is just impaled straight through their like lower left abdomen, mm. it's still the handle, the palm, well, actually towards like the pommel, still sticking out as it's into the ground as they were crouched, mm-hmm. and they have to make that decision between like pulling it out of the ground and standing up with it still in, or just stepping through and forcing the rest out. Ouch. But you do capture a young man. Imagine this time you make your getaway. At that point, after taking probably a critical hit of damage mm-hmm. at a not quite proficient level yet, slithering <laughs> back into the underbrush, mm-hmm. making my way to I alert others. Just like, 
<laughs> on the ground. On on my back. <laughs> Reverse bear crawling through the underbrush. <laughs> uh, you make it back to your Terry with a new member. Uh, on this day, you are reflecting. You know, the next ten day, ten day week or so, this heel begins to heal over, uh, completely serpentine, very scaled over. Uh, you have thoughts about. You're able to recognize many of your memories have been lost or changed. You're able to recognize who you are becoming is changing. And uh, you don't want to completely lose who you were. And you make a choice uh, to give yourself a reminder. Go ahead and describe uh, what message you give to yourself and how. Going to one of the many branders of both tattoos, flame, and scarification, I decide to go and I remember very little of my writing from before. And I asked them to just write, be undone, tattooed into my arms as I look down at my abdomen and see not pinky flesh of human, but now replaced with just scales as it almost bursts out across where the spear had been healed. Uh, this brander and uh, tattooist, if that's correct. <laughs> Idris. What symbols are these? They are of common. So be it. Your payment <laughs> is going to be that child. <laughs> Fine by me, and I try and throw the child, but at the same point, like it's more like a soft nudge. Yeah. As my very thin arms are uh, more deft at dexterity than strength uh, as you like as you shove the, this young man forward the brander signals his apprentice and uh the apprentice kind of launches ebola ebolas <laughs> bolas <laughs> he launches ebola <laughs> he launches no. he launches bolas that, that wrap him up and, and, and drop him to the floor uh, in a heavy thud in the next few months there are talks of um I forget what you call them. These scouts that go out and um, just gather information. And there are oh, talks. Oh, the purebloods. Purebloods. Spies. Between the purebloods, you hear speak of a sanctuary, a monastery where any illness can be cured. Hmm. I wonder if they are skilled at setting things straight. Your curiosity leads you to the Edifos checkpoint. Uh, it is known locally as the Monster Monastery, as the people who work there are your less typical races. I imagine you leave AWOL style? Or do you take some kind of mission where you uh, are able to get there? I don't know. What's your, uh, you, your get-out current? Plan? My current patron is always needing new recruits mm -hmm. for intel much like what the purebloods go out and do as they can pass idris is slowly not having that ability anymore mm -hmm. but due to their fervor for for being part of this new community is granted the ability to to go out and continue to gather intel and rumors of this monster monastery their patron is not showing any concern but is definitely piques their interest, possibly for a different reason. You'd begin your travels um, to this monastery. Uh, what are what are things on your mind as you travel? 
immediately leaving the the terry itself does set a little bit of anxiety as it's still familiar and it's the common hunting ground for any interlopers but once passing through their barrier it quickly does become i make the right choice is this safe i'm alone i could pick myself off at this point from there and over there where are the traps just processing through their mind until eventually they they relax a little bit i'm free hmm i could do so many things being free stay focused and just reminding themselves that a part of their brain is like there's unlimited power when you're free yeah. at the same point oh, stay focused you have a goal must remember as they just hold on to very specific little memories where mm -hmm. they still remember like human children playing but this time it's playing with snakes in their hand wrestling other like cobras and pythons which never happened but again it's the vague crumbling of the orphanage and although they were like not happy there was a certain acceptance of themselves versus what they feel now right e undone One and all for listening to Introductions, Idris Udrab. I am Joshua McGee, your Dungeon Master and Story Weaver. Join us next time as Zanog and Josiah reach the Monster Monastery in search of a healer powerful enough to keep our resident gunslinger from losing his very life to an interplanar sickness. Idris joins the ranks as this healing ceremony takes a devastating turn for the worse. See you there, you serpentine abominations. And remember, you can join us on twitch.tv forward slash amper sandbox TTRPG. Join in on the action as it unfolds before your very eyes. Until next time, deuce!